All right, what's going on, Ranger fans? Welcome back to episode four. It's the Every Ranger Goal podcast. I'm your host, Jake Albee, along with Connor McNeilis, the coach, Connor McNeilis. And we have our first guest of our, our little podcast uh, get together here. We got uh, King Nick, aka uh, Rangers Nick. Uh, How's it going, guys? Nick Mitchell, right? Can I call you Nick Mitchell? Is that okay? Yeah, you can just call me Nick Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Or just Nick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Rangers, all right. So we have. What was even the final? 4-2? 5-2? 5-2. Empty netter there, yeah. That whole third period, I'm like pre- uh, prepping this stuff like more than anything. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, kind of a stinker. This team is looking weird at times. They, they just don't seem to shoot the puck. I hate being the guy that says shoot the puck. Uh, like anybody can say that. Uh, and I can understand why players would tell the fans that they uh, – how they would ha- have no perspective on – angles and lanes and all that stuff so i hate being the guy that just says shoot the puck but this team i mean how many opportunities do they pass up and and miss empty nets after the mika miss you know it you could pack right. it up you aren't going to win that game at all so yeah, yeah they weren't good i mean they haven't been good in a couple games here um it's you know they they kind of stole one the other night and just had some high 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 danger scoring chances which you know have some good merit there um and Igor played well, and tonight they just didn't seem to have it. And like it, it's like it, it's a little frustrating, right? Because it's a young team, the youngest team in the league. We keep saying that, but at some point you you think, hey, we got to be a little bit more desperate with our hockey. Um, and, and I read the Strom comments uh, last time on the pod talking about you know being selective with your shooting, and there's merit to both of that. And and um, but you know, look, you're you're desperate. You, you need scoring opportunities. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm not the guy screaming shoot, but sometimes you got to pass it. Like there's the one play I forget. It was in like the second and Kako rolls up on the, uh, out of the corner. They had some guys in the net and he tries to make this perfect backdoor pass. And I'm like, buddy, you're a guy who needs to shoot the puck, like get the damn thing on net. So, you know, frustrating overall. And, um, you know, Boston wins and we'll touch on that in a little bit. It's just, there's not a lot of time left. I don't think anybody's really expecting a playoff run, but You'd like to see, uh, you'd like to see, I think, a little more fight out of this team. Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I felt like they were turning the puck over in the neutral zone way yeah, too brutal, much early brutal. in the game, especially. And they, they, they're a team that plays with a lead. Like playing from behind, they're just awful. I agree. Like. I agree. And so when you can't get a lead and you're turning over the puck all the time. That's kind of the opposite from last year, too, where they were always showing uh, ways that they could come back in the third period. They don't always pull it out, but, you know, they at least made it a fight uh, every game. They're definitely a lot more this season where there's uh, they feel yeah. more like blowouts than anything. Yeah, we're, we're, we're learning, right? Young team, yeah. what, else, what else can you say? I don't think anybody can be too mad at this. I mean, people are going to be back on their fire Quinn train uh, tonight. <laughs> you know, the dudes with the, the clown wig um, emoji and shit, so, like all yeah. over, with the, you know, the the profiles on Twitter, like they'll, they'll have a field day, but um, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many, it's funny how vocal they are. I can't even tell if those people are, are I feel like they might be the same five people. Like I honestly don't it, know. Like nobody's be, a huge staunch a Quinn defender, but, but I don't know. Like that's the biggest issue. I think everybody's right? in the middle. Yeah. It's, it's like it's fun to make fun of Quinn. So it is. A little yeah. Bit. It is. It like, is so I do it, it on occasion. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think it comes down to like, it, we've, we've touched on this before and I don't think anybody thinks Quinn's the long-term answer. So I'm just, I just, I get it. It's frustrating. Um, I thought the ice time was a little bit better tonight. I know some people were, you know, Kratza played 12 minutes. Kako had like 13, five on five, I think, or, or that was total minutes. They're both, you know, it's a little bit better. Um, 
Real quick, like, on on Monday, Quinn gets absolutely fucking clowned for those li- for those lines. Like those lines came out, or right. it was Monday, and then uh, I just love how he got absolutely lit up. And of course, they win. They score eight goals the next day. Just uh, and right. Blackwell scores right. Uh, but I just I was I just loved that reaction to just the lines. Like it's just Twitter is hilarious, man. The Ranger Twitter. It, it, I love how every single thing is uh, a. a so traumatic you know i love the overreaction right. it's just it's funnier and funnier every day as it goes by so <laughs> i think i tweeted something earlier this season where it's like overreacting to every win and loss if we win we're a playoff team if we lose tank and fire coin and everything just kind of making fun of you know all of rangers twitter for the most yeah part. it really is like that though it really is just just yeah. uh yeah every other game it's it's something i i think i'm gonna make a, a bit on this to uh to just go through like new the Ranger Facebook just to get all the boomer takes and oh, I just get boy. the best of those because oh, I, I just want to see it. I love the free trade the new trade, but uh, it's funny. No, it's dangerous, but that's exactly it's probably uh, comedy gold, you know? Yeah, right, just, right. Just a few more stats here for the night. I mean, you know, their expected goals tonight, five on five was 0.98, so less than a goal expected. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it, it did feel that way. And, you know, like I said, it's, I think the line combination stuff, like, you know, if you, if you, if you dive into, you know, all the analytics and whatnot, you know, you could put together some, some decent lines here. And like the KZB line has not been good of late. Uh, yeah. I test wise, analytically wise, they haven't been good pretty much all season. I think that's like, you got to break that line up as far as I'm concerned. And like, you know, yeah. I, I, I'd like to see, you know, with Zibanejad and, and, and Buchnevich, you know, that's a, you know, you'd like to see a Kako get a chance there. You'd like to see a Loft get a chance there. I think like long-term, if you're being realistic, right. Chris Kreider is going to eventually, if it all works out, slot into your third line left wing. If, if, if Kako and Loft work out the way we want them to work out, um, I don't see any problem here. Look, give it like maybe past the trade deadline, but once they really realize, you know, maybe they're, you know, acknowledge that we're out of this thing. Like I'd like to see them really kind of boost that. So that's where I'll get on Quinn with that stuff is like, okay, you're still fighting for a playoff spot and you're trying to earn ice time and all that stuff. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's you got to look big picture and, and, and I want Lafreniere on the power play and that's, that would improve some of the power at the time on ice stuff. It's pretty simple. And then just moving them up a little bit and look, it, there's nothing wrong with uh, making an example of the older guys. He benched Mika earlier in the season and he rightfully so at that point, I don't really see an issue with at this point, dropping Kreider a little bit in the depth chart just to see what right. the hell you have. And then going into next year's training camp, then you could, adjust accordingly you know what i mean i think that's right. fair and i think Kreider and Heedle they play really well together i don't mind them together i remember yeah so um, you got to change it up at this point i think that's where quinn fails his in-game management is not good um yeah, and yeah. and he he is who he seems to reward and stuff sometimes doesn't really add up perhaps i started on the fourth line he had like one good opportunity first then all of a sudden first second third line you know all over the lineup which I think he played pretty well today. I thought he was pretty good tonight. He had some real quick, chances. Real quick. Was his name was... spelled wrong? Why was his yeah. name spelled wrong? Yeah. The first period it was. I think they changed it. But the first period. Did they really? They changed it? 
I, 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 unless it needs to see it brought up again, I, that's happened before where, you know, they could change it. They have a million jerseys laying around. So yeah. I, I think uh, they might've changed it, but it was definitely spelled wrong to start the game. That's so. a bizarro sports moment. I mean, that between that and the Conforto thing today, I guess like you must be a full moon or something like that. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy I, shit going I, I, on real quick though. Going back to Quinn. Do you guys think that the KZB line, he just, he just throws out there. Cause maybe that's kind of the only consistent thing that was successful under him. I don't, I, I don't know where they, Kind of together under AV. I don't really remember. Well, Zook was still around, and I know Zook and Zubanejad played together a lot. Right. Maybe. Yeah, Boots I have the memories of, of Zook and Kreider hugging quite a bit. So I don't know if that's just power play or what. But uh, he always goes back to KZB. They don't really need to be together. I feel like at this point, especially you know if they're not in the playoffs, like. Try, try shit out, you know? It's three right. guys he knows well, and he, so it's just like a, an old habit. You know, he panics on the bench, and, and look, you know, that happens as a coach. He, sometimes you're just like, ah, give me give me the three guys I know. Sometimes yeah. it's just those it's are the three reliable. names I remember. It's the three names I remember. Unfortunately, this year they haven't been reliable. Yeah. That's the problem. That's right, the problem. Right. So we'll, we'll touch here, just kind of big picture. Bruins win tonight. Rangers are now seven points out of a playoff spot. Two games in hand from the Bruins. The Flyers are in there too, but the Flyers got a point and lost in the shootout there. So, look, realistically, it's folks, it's, I don't think it's happening. Uh, I mean, 13 wins, and we've seen maybe, maybe we get them there um, out of the final 17. And we've seen this team, the most they've won in a row this year is three. Uh, they just don't seem to be a team that, wow, like, really? yeah. yeah, they've done it twice and that's it. So, yeah. Um, it just doesn't seem to be the team that's going to be able to kind of put it together. And with the trade deadline looming, uh, you know, they got the Islanders tomorrow night. Um, and then they got the Islanders Sunday also. Is that, is, is that both against the Islanders? Or um, well, then they got four uh, against the Devils next week. Yeah. 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 Islanders and Islanders. And then it's Devils for four in a row. So, oh, but that, yeah. I mean, who knows though? They could, you know, imagine they just spanked Devils four in a row. They probably won't, but the Devils played them well. Devils did just try way to their players and they, They've been struggling against the Sabres, which kind of we were too, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not saying much. Yeah, that, those were uh, some bad games, dude. First Buffalo game, listening on the radio, and and Dave Maloney had like a pretty clean fuck. Like he was, like they tied the yeah, game. Dave's the best. Dude, it's so funny. You hear him go, oh, fuck. And you just hear Kenny Albert just, drag, you know, Dave Thompson scores. Down to five. Now a shot by Thompson. Oh. He scores. From the left wing circle. Uh, he's oh, yeah, so funny. I love how passionate he is about it. He's, he's having heart palpitations, you know, in the booth up there. I was listening on the radio today for uh, while well, I was coming home from work at the Mets game. And so, like, how are you there? Having to listen to that whole thing, what happened with Conforto? Oh, my God. Radio, yeah, he probably popped so, a blood. I was, so, I was so confused. I really had no idea what was happening because they didn't know what was happening either, basically. So once I saw it later and uh, hey, look, gamesmanship, right? What are you going to do? Dude, I was literally, I turned that on two pitches before and, and I was still adjusting, like, uh, I was switching like TV speakers from like, gotcha. away. so I, so I'm like, it's on mute and I see it happen. I see the confusion and then, yeah, it comes on Gary Cohen's just like, and the Mets win and the most <laughs> incredible fashion we've seen, whatever. So yeah, uh, I, saw, I, I saw Andrew and, and everybody, you know have a meltdown on Twitter about that. I'm a Braves <laughs> fan though. So uh, I remember you saying this. Yeah. Braves yeah. fan. Yeah. I know. Hey man, I respect the Braves. They're a great organization. They've always had uh, some success. So, you know, yeah, you can't, can't help but be a little jealous as a Mets fan to see continue. Yeah. Yes. But they know. develop there. They develop. Uh, we touched on it there. 
I can't believe I'm saying it. trade deadlines four days away. I keep kind of forgetting about this. We talked about the devils making a big trade with the Islanders there. Um, right. You know, looking into it, the rate which we were talking before the pod, um, the Rangers only have two expiring UFA contracts. That's one is Brendan Smith. Uh, the other is Phil DiGiuseppe. Guys, do the Rangers do anything here? I mean, they move Lemieux. Um, and I can maybe see him moving Smith for another fourth or fifth round pick. Do you guys see anything happening here? Or I, I think it's going to be pretty quiet from the Rangers standpoint. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I see them moving Smith. I feel like he's been pretty good this season and I feel like he's a leader in the locker room. Sure. Sure. And they, they kind of need that. Um, even if it is Brendan Smith, <laughs> but yeah. no, he's, he's been good this season. He's not been bad. I agree. Yeah, and, and it's funny because um, I, I feel like on Twitter especially, you see the two sides where some people like absolutely hate Brandon Smith and mm-hmm. the other side, people are like, re-sign Brandon Smith one more season, you know, at, at under a million or whatever. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's somewhere in the middle. I, if Brandon Smith's the worst player on your team, I guess you'll take that. The problem is, is I guess our worst player is Hayek. Yeah, uh, Hayek, I think. But I mean, even Hayek, I mean, is, is, is Hayek, if Hayek is the worst player on your team, is that also, is he, I, 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 it's hard to gauge if Hayek is really, really horrible or if he can kind of be covered up at a 6-7-D kind of position. I, I'm uh, ready to try when you're ready. Yeah, I no, mean, no, please, please. He's fucking awful. He's, <laughs> he, yeah. he does not belong in the NHL. And, and like I said, I, I, I get paid to evaluate hockey players for a living. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, that guy can't do anything. He could, the only attribute he has is an above average skater but he has no hockey iq um he panics with the puck it, look he just he's gonna go back to europe and have an okay career that's it he, he i'm telling right now that guy is no bit just like brett howden has no business playing in the nhl and i yeah. know it sucks and it's I, I was in a ranger the blue seat blogs uh group chat tonight it really feels like the rangers are just trying to save face to the, the mcdonough miller trade with these guys right neither one of them are long term um and and it's honestly Libor hayek is is that 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 pair is a nightmare, and I agree. If Smith's with somebody who could actually, you know, play, like, why not? Why like isn't Tarmo running? Yeah, Tarmo right. should be playing. He's Play Tarmo for sure. Why aren't you playing no, Tarmo no, right no now? Negotiations. Liber he's played one game and had a point. This season, I mean, he's so. fine. He's being very good in Hartford, and Hartford's having a nice little year here. Right. Um, there's no reason he shouldn't be up and playing. It's it's ridiculous. A Hayek is. I wish him well. Uh, you know, I, and no no ill will personally, buddy. But you just no. Get out. I'll be shocked the day they get rid of Howden though. It's just gonna it's gonna oh. be surreal because they have such a uh, they have such a love for him behind the scenes, you know, as as we all know for some reason. I mean, of course, Gautier, our, our boy uh, Julian Gautier, scratched again tonight, and uh, I don't know what it what exactly is their plan with him. I, I get you're trying to teach him some discipline. He had a bad game where he took three or four penalties, but he still scored a goal in it. I mean, it, like we talked about him previously and how you know he has a lot of appeal, but still, if he's a, playing on third fourth line not getting a whole lot of minutes um you know he could definitely be more of an effective player than even di giuseppe at this point who seems as to have been kind of invisible for the last couple months now i don't i don't know yeah he had a promising first like week two week of the seasons where we're like right. bill di giuseppe is the, the jesper fast replacement but now it's uh, according to david quinn colin blackwell Black. Yeah. So I don't know if it's alarming that David Quinn brings up Yesterfest now at this point in the season. <laughs> I know. Right. It's a little uh, weird. It's, a little, it's definitely just out of nowhere. I mean, it, it goes to show, though, that the organization, uh, you know, there's a huge, massive black hole uh, without 
Jesper Fast, at least in the locker room and on the ice. I think he wanted out, to be honest. They wanted, he wanted three years. He wanted three years, and the Rangers were only going to William to give him two. I think that the price, like he's not making, he's making like uh, maybe maybe three, it, just under three. It's not a crazy number, but I think it's two he, and a half. Something yeah, like something that. like that. Look, Jesper Foss is a really good player. Um, I think Colin Blackwell is a pretty comparable guy, and I think he has more offensive upside than Jesper Foss. Um, you know, those are the guys you can't overpay. Like, I love Jesper Foss, and he was good. You know, it was like it's a different comparable, but it was back in the day. It was Carl Haglund. Like, they had like, you couldn't pay Carl Haglund four million dollars a year for what he does. You love right. him, like all those good things. So those guys are, were, you know not necessarily replacement level players, but like they're on the market every year. You know, you see guys, you know, a clown Blackwell for 700 K back in the day. It was, it was Lee Stepniak every year for 900 K. Like you can get those top nine, bottom six kind of guys on the market or you plug them in with, you know, maybe next year it's a Morgan Barron or like guys on entry level deals. You just can't afford Mm -hmm. to overpay them. I like Jesper fast, but uh, get over it. Like it's, he's been gone. Like, I thought that was a little weird, to be honest. He's having a good season in Carolina. He is. He is. They're a good team, too. I've seen so some of his highlights. He's he's making plays. I wonder what, what line is he playing? Is he playing with Shrek McCloud? I think he's playing with Tavo. Uh, or, oh, okay. Tavo been out. I haven't yeah, watched I mean, a ton of Carolina, I feel like. It's just I haven't crazy. watched much of anything but Rangers. I only pay attention to the East. And those are the yeah. games that I watch. Yeah, no, that makes like sense. That's the only thing that – I occasionally watch the, the Northern Division. It's kind of fun to watch those like Flames Leaf games or whatever. But like it's it's only if they're on, you know. And I'm watching on right. TV and just for free, something in the background. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is it is weird now that we've been playing the same teams over and over and over again. Do you guys like it? I, I'm kind of I, not that I I don't hate it. Like if I had some easier teams maybe i'd like to go yeah that's a good yeah. point that's a good point i think like back in the day when it was like the the three divisions in the the old atlantic it was like rangers devils islanders flyers and uh i guess penguins right um you know that was fun when they would play like seven eight times and like you know when those teams were good like i remember you know 2007 2008 and the rangers i think beat the devils every time but one that year and then they played them in the playoffs so it made it fun so you know, I get the idea, like, in a regular season where the NHL, you know, they want exposure of, like, you know, the Western guys seeing uh, McDavid, right, or, or Colorado. But, like, I, I don't know. Where, where do you guys fall on that? Like, for me, i kind of rather just go to another rivalry game. But I'm also a crazy fan who has the NHL package, and I watch those guys. You know what I mean? So it's a little different. Right. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm kind of ready for next season with the, the schedule because – I'll be able to go to a Rangers at Carolina Hurricanes game because I'm yeah, that's true. South that's Carolina, true. so yeah, oh, there cheap, you go. Um, cheap tickets, probably right. Or I mean, they're good, but uh, you know, I, I guess we'll garden. see. I mean, yeah, it's not the Garden, so <laughs> <laughs> nothing's the Garden. What is it now? What what what's it called? It's PNC Arena, I believe. PNC. I think it's okay. still PNC. I think it's still PNC. I think it's still PNC. It, I almost went to a game yeah. down there, but I had to change some plans a couple of years ago. I almost was able to pull it off, but I wasn't. Things uh, things changed there. Um, look, other than that, guys, I mean, I don't got a ton on the New York Rangers, who were a lot of not fun tonight. And I think we should go to two segments here that seem pretty popular on the Twitterverse here. Um we had random Ranger of the week and then our favorite overrated least favorites. Uh, we're going to do Ranger players tonight. Um, just so you guys can get to know us a little bit more. Uh, we talked about Ranger games last week, but random Ranger of the week. This is fun. 
this is fun. This is my kind of stuff right here. Um, and uh, anybody want to start here or I could lead the way? What do you guys, uh, you guys ready to roll with this? Uh, yes, good, good. Start us off. All right, all right. All right. So this guy, so once again, folks, our, our only criteria is they had to play less than 100 games for the Rangers. So, um, Oh, I didn't know that before. Oh, I was less saying than 100 games? I was, yeah, I meant to say they could text that to you. It's all right. If you got, we'll adjust. Yeah, sorry. It's all good for tonight. It's all good for tonight. But here's, if, if, as long, you know, it's all good. But here's what we got here. This guy played 80 games for the Rangers in 2001, 2000, 2001. Oh, my God. Here we go. 2001, Okay. This Ranger legend put up 25 points in 80 games for the Rangers. Uh, he would then play two more years in the league with Boston after. I'm talking Ranger great. Number eight, Michael Grosek. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, I don't even guess that because it's like there's so many, like that's such a black hole. It's so unfair. It's such a black hole. So that's like, I'm like, that's going to be like my bread and butter, like going through guys like that. Yeah, Michael Grosek um, was a six round pick for the old Winnipeg Jets back in the day. Like for Winnipeg for a bit, but he was on his best year was 98, 99. He was on the Buffalo team that went to the 99 Stanley Cup. He had 50 points uh, that year. Um, Rangers signed him as a free agent. Then they, um, or no, they said they did a trade. They traded from from uh, traded to the New York Rangers by by Chicago with Brad Brown. There's another guy. Okay. Um, and um, for future considerations, doesn't Hockey Reference doesn't even list what the future considerations wind up being. So that should tell you right there how random this guy is. Yeah. And uh, eventually um, signed with Boston and retired a few years later. So Michael Grosek, I met him too. So. Back in the day, when I, was like, when I was like seven, I met Michael Krosek. You have any signed memorabilia? It's somewhere in my house. I think I have a signed picture of him. Like when, when those little like, uh, like kind of just like they would have like those player cards that were like a little bit bigger than a player card back in the day. They'd like hand them out at Ranger games. They have some like fun facts. I had like a thing signed like that, like an eight by 10. So um, Jake, why don't you take us to the next one? So, all right. So this is kind of, uh, you know, we may or may not have, you know, encountered this gentleman um, fairly recently but ooh, ooh. uh but it's still it's i still it's equally as hard i feel like to guess so anyway so we have uh, a guy 18 games zero goals <laughs> zero assists ooh minus two. Oh yeah legend rangers legend stephen fogarty oh my god it's dude he Oh my gosh! Playing he, in Buffalo right he's now. He's playing in Buffalo, right? Oh playing in Buffalo. Gosh. We just saw him yeah. the other day, so I was like, you know, what? I got to give Stephen Fogarty a no, shot. Notre Dame grad. Notre Dame grad. Yeah. I can't believe eighteen whole games. What? Uh, over I don't even remember. Three, I mean, it's over the course of three seasons, so he's up and down. But still, it's you think eighteen games. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Something would hit a skate and get you like a <laughs> secondary assist or something. You know right, I mean? like falling ass backwards into into <laughs> some kind something. You know. Oh like, yeah. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Brett, Brett Howden has five points this year. Which, How does that happen? Yeah. Oh, my God. Know. Brett is back in the lineup. He's going to be a random Ranger one day. He's just, one day. You remember one day. Brett Howden? Oh, my God. Yeah. See Brett Howden with 300 games played. And That's true, though. Points. He's going he's to wind up. Yeah, he's going to wind up with, like, 250 games as a Ranger with and, like, you know, less than 30 total points. We're going to give him a Dan Boyle-like thousand games. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Down the road. Uh, all right, Nick, take us home. Who all you right. got for your random Ranger of the week? So, I, as you guys were talking, I found a new one. Which okay. I, okay. I like this one. He, he played two seasons. Okay. Um, he has 46 games played. Um, this, let's go. Two goals, four assists <laughs> for six points. Okay. Rico Fata. 
Oh, oh Rico Father! Oh, Rico Father! So I have a broke in my basement. That's I still good. have it. I have a broken, like a blade from Rico Fada. Really? It was like an old, the old synergy. And it was actually Pavel Burry's last game, December, they lost, early December 2002. They lost to the Sabres. Yeah, Rico Fada. That's a good one right there. That's yeah. so good. And I went to the Rangers hockey DB. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's amazing. Rico Fada, that's a great pick. Yeah, when you go to like those early 2000s teams that were just like, you know, old Leach, old Messier, who were still like decent, but then the like those rosters are like, wow, they they like, you know, 40 guys played for them that year because they just have all these guys who played like a few games. That's great. I I knew I could hit some just going back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. That's great. So, Michael Grosek. Stephen Fogarty and Rico <laughs> Fada. Now, is that if that's not a, a first line, if I ever heard one, I don't know what is. It's not. It's not. It's uh. It's no Bun Cook, but Bun Cook. Uh, almost Bun and Bill Cook. Hey, Bun Cook, Stanley Cup champion back in the day with, uh, yeah. with his brother Bill. Don't you forget. Uh, don't you forget it. All right. Well, look. We'll we'll finish up here with another fun segment, guys. Um, favorite, least favorite, overrated, underrated. Um, stealing a little bit from Puck Soup, but hey, they don't have the rights to it. That's fine. We're sticking with the Rangers. We said Ranger players and i think you guys there's a good chance for the listeners out there to get to know us a little bit um we'll start with uh we'll start positive and we'll go with favorite guy first nick you are a guest this week hopefully all the time uh you get to start favorite ranger ever uh never okay well like i'll go with the obvious one but i do have another one i'm gonna go with hank I, that's i um, have that too like hank but i have like caveat no shits like right um <laughs> When I first became a fan, because I, I kind of became a fan later than, than a lot of people um, during the cup run, uh, Carl Haglin was my favorite player, along with, like, Marty St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then currently, you know, you got Adam Fox and Panarin. So. Yeah, easy picks there. I think Hank's a good one. You can't go wrong. Right, right. Jake, what do you Yeah, got? my answer's got to be Hank just because of – like if that's my whole childhood like when hank when hank was uh when hank left the rangers that i was just like wow my, my childhood is truly over because yeah. i just it was just so um he, he was one of those rare goalies that there's not really that many of anymore uh that have this like unique mystical kind of creature like vibe to him where it's like oh this guy he's on a different planet like uh, Hank and like I guess Carey Price at one point was like that, but you know he's he's not he's kind of become the villain now, right? He's <laughs> long, enough, long enough to see yourself become the villain, but no, I I don't know. I mean Hank, it's it's the obvious answer, but I, I don't know. It, there's there's nobody who's probably meant more to me growing up um, because of the consistency of him being there. The fact that he never really missed games. Callahan at the time would have been a would have been a good contender. I mean a Shanahan was a, a when I was younger was a, a favorite of mine. Uh, currently, I mean, I mean, currently I'm a big Lindgren guy. I'm a big Heedle guy, but like, I, I just, yeah, Adam Fox is, is an obvious answer. Um, because we're, we're watching it live. We're watching his career unfold. So I guess, uh, more or less Hank, but peppered in with, uh, I'm enjoying Adam Fox right now. Probably yeah, no fun here, Hank, for sure. You get to see his whole career. I kind of felt the same way. I mentioned I we wrote a little like goodbye piece in, in Blue Seat Blogs and I you know, I said like Lundquist 
David Wright and Eli Manning were like staples for the teams that I grew up for. And like, you know, when they were all coming into their own, I was 11, 12, 13 years old. So like right in the prime of my fandom, right. And die hard and living in it. So Hank's the obvious answer. Um, when I was young and I truly became a defenseman because of him, Brian Leach was my first favorite player. Um, you know, getting to see him live a few times and obviously towards the later end of his career with the Rangers. And I got a chance to meet him a few years back and I'm not really a, a meet and greet guy. I don't really care to do so, but it was nice to be able to just ch talk with him. And, you know, that was a guy I, I was still playing in college at the time. And so it was just nice to kind of chat with him. And then, you know, Callie, I wore 24 in high school and in college too. And that's my number. So I, I think Callahan, um, I, it's been nice to see him back on the broadcast and, um, I loved Yager before he came to the Rangers and I loved him even more when he came to the Rangers. So uh, Yager, I mean, you could, you could argue, I'm, I'm using a different player, but Yager is a, somehow a criminally underrated Ranger because he kind of helped revive the Rangers along with Lundqvist and some of those other guys too. So Hank's my obvious pick, but uh, I'd say like secondary would probably be Leach because that was just when I was younger. It was kind of like two different generations of my fandom. Now as a defenseman and a coach, I, Adam Fox, yeah, he's incredible. Just, just awesome to watch. Yeah, it's a real privilege. It really is a privilege. It really is. It's overrated. It, it amazes Same, me every time he's on the ice. It's yeah. incredible. It's yeah. incredible. Blows my mind. Uh, all right, we'll we'll go through it here. Okay, we'll uh, we'll stick with the favorite, and we'll go least favorite. This is going to be a lot more fun, I think, and a lot of. I'm excited for some answers for this one, Nick. We'll, we'll go same order here. You you lead us away. Um, Brady Shea, <laughs> I hated. <laughs> I could That's not stand answer. Brady Shea. That's a great answer. Yeah, a lot of penalties. Takes a lot of penalties. Brady Shea. And he was just, I just picked standing him there at the, in the defensive zone all yeah. the time, just doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, Shea and Truba together, it was just, it hurt, it hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> and Truba, you know, they, they wanted Truba for them to play together. It didn't work out. Right. So and, and Truba's like actually having a good season without him, and it's great. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll match your. Uh, I'll match your Brady Shea. I'll raise you a least favorite Ranger, Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, that's actually, actually, that actually you've should got have been my answer. I, I don't. Been my answer. I don't think I I've it. ever. I don't. Can't remember the last time I disliked somebody so much. I think I'm with you there, but like I kind of forgot about his existence. Yeah. So did I. I, I could have been unlikable. That, Unbelievably unlikable. Yeah. Just like top to bottom. Just like, like and a, all just he a, needed to do was shut his fucking mouth. They're, like he, he, right. he thinks it's it. conspiracy against him. All he had. Everybody else doesn't say anything. All he needed to do was shut the fuck up. That's all he needed to do. To do. I mean, yeah. it got to a point where our backup goalie had to punch him in his face. So. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's saying something, right? That was the end. And then the last we seen of him, right, was was that. And that and slamming right. the penalty box door closed. You know? Exactly. That, all answer. right, so in hindsight, Tony D'Angelo probably should have been my answer. Right. Um, and, and, and the But the pick I'm going to go with here, um, just because it drove me up the wall, uh, when the Rangers were in their prime and making their fucking runs that this guy, you know, I shouldn't say he came in at the end and played my and, uh, Tanner glass. If you're out there, man, like, oh, I'm man. sorry, but I, it, the fact that that guy played drove me bananas and AV's man crush on him, or maybe Tanner glass had some blackmail on him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it just drove me at the wall. Like you said, least favorite is tough. Like you, you, you try to be realistic with it. Um, but he it just drove me crazy because like even a guy like Girardi and Stahl who at the end were bad, I, I have the memories of when they were good, so I can't put them in this category. But right. it should be Tony D'Angelo because I truly 
don't like that guy as a person. Yeah. Tanner yeah. Glass, though, as a player standpoint, just drove me crazy that that guy was on the ice. It just only player I've seen who's more useless might be Brett Howden. Might I was, be Brett I was Howden. right about to say Brett Howden is just Tanner Glass without the fighting. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And like you know, younger and, and like you know, a, a, a you know maybe a more pr- promising player back in the day. But yeah, that's it. It's just I couldn't. It just drove me crazy. Oh, that's more Elaine Vino's fault. That's not even Tanner Glass's fault. But Brett, anyway. Brett Haddon's like, I don't, I don't need the puck. I'm out here. This is good. That's fine. Yeah, that's fun. It's good. It's good. He's got. He's has the most calories burned probably uh, on the team this year. So yeah, yeah for probably sure. on the bike every morning. The oh, yeah. CB oh. per sixty. <laughs> he's got the uh, he's got the watch. He's tracking his heart the, rate. Yeah, he's you know, got the he's, Fitbit on the ice. Just everybody's looking at the iPads. He's looking at the Fitbit on the bench. He's like, it's like, yeah. yeah, cardio's looking good today. This is good. Um, <laughs> all right, overrated, underrated. Now, overrated, most overrated Ranger that you could remember. Jake, you go? Go? Okay. All, right. all right, overrated. I I don't have a, a a real gripe against him, but my overrated just because of this era. I'm gonna go Gabrick. Just because of, uh, I guess the expectation he kind of had on season, off season. Uh, no, by no means do I hate Gabrick, but if you compare him to a player like Nash, who's a little more complete, um, I guess just the ultimately that's why I don't know. I mean, I, I can't really tell you why they got rid of him, uh, but I, they must have been dissatisfied with his consistency at least in that 2013 season, whenever they traded him. Yeah, um, he was a, he was a frustrating player because you know two forty goal seasons, amazing ends, and and all the talent in the world, like yeah, all the talent in the world for sure. Injuries was a thing. Like that was a guy who couldn't stay healthy for the life of him. And when he was healthy, he was a good player. I I get that. I think a younger Connell might have said that answer. I've grown to probably appreciate Gabrick a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll stick with that same vein. And once again, a guy I kind of I, I I don't dislike, and I think that's important when you go with overrated. It's not necessarily I hate this guy, but given the contract that he signed and what he did when he came in, my overrated is Brad Richards. Um, it, it's you know he, he scores that tying goal, and it was after that season. It's just you know he only played three years of a nine-year contract. The Rangers got lucky to get the, the compliance buyout. Um, you know, big game player, sure. Um, but, you know, his skating really went to hell, like, after that first year. And it just – you could see him age very quickly. Um, that's a different NHL when they're giving out those nine-year contracts to a 31-year-old. I don't think anybody would do that anymore. In Avery's book, he talks about how that contract was pretty much ready to go in the, while uh, halfway through the season the, the prior year in Dallas because Sean was going uh, – I think Sean's first year was Richard's last year before he was going over. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So that whole, that whole contract was pretty much ready to go, that nine – that ridiculous nine-year yeah. contract. Yeah, it's just it, – and like I said, I, I don't dislike Brad Richards. Uh, I thought he was an okay player, but given the circumstances, um, yeah, he's just – it just never really made sense long-term. So Richards would be my my overrated pick there. Uh, Nick, were you able to come up with one or no? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with someone we talked about a little earlier, Jesper Foss. Okay. Um, I, I liked him. I think he's, I think he's a good player, but um, – Definitely a lot more hype surrounding a more defensive forward yeah. than they usually should be. But yeah, that's that's about it. I just think he's a little overrated. I still Not, like the guy though. I, that's again, I think that's it's important to say with overrated. Doesn't mean you hate the guy, right, but it's right. just like you know, all three of the guys we just mentioned were had their moments as Rangers, but you you could see where their gripes come from. Uh, we'll finish it up here with underrated. I'm going to give a shout out to one of my all time favorites here. Um, I guess I can lead the charge here. Underrated. Another guy 
I said, I, you look in my mind, you can put Lundqvist here. You could put Yager here, even though they were so great. Uh, but I'm going with one of my boys from back in the day. I loved him when he wasn't a Ranger. I loved him when he was a Ranger, Marty Straka. Marty Straka was a really good Ranger and, you know, probably could have stayed with the Rangers for another year or so, but like they just, he wanted to go back to the Czech Republic, um, you know, play three seasons for the Rangers. Um, was a point producer, you know, that Strzok and Nylander Gabrick line was a really good line, you know, and this is as a 33, 34, 35 year old, 76 points in 82 games, 70 points in 77 games. And he got hurt a little bit in his last year, but still had 41 points. Uh, was a good power play guy. I love the way he skated. He kind of ran on the ice. Uh, it was kind of an interesting skating tactic for him. So I loved Marty Straka. I still do. And I maintain out there Ranger verse. If you ever see a Marty Straka jersey, Ranger jersey on eBay or anything, please <laughs> just send it to me and I will pay more money than I'd want to tell my girlfriend. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> Marty yeah. Straka for me, who wants to take it uh, away from there? Yeah, I'll just hit you. I'll hit you and I'll keep it short. I'll say underrated Steve Eminger. <laughs> Steve Eminger. I have no problem with that. <laughs> a little Steve no, but, but really also Michael Sauer was kind of underrated oh, for sure. Uh, you know, exactly oh, like his uh, career cut short, but uh, he was underrated. He's a top four defenseman, you know, when he was playing and whenever he had to retire. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll keep that answer short. Nick, how about you? Nick, finish her up. Um, so obviously my era is, you know, quite, quite new. So I'm working on people, but I'm going to go with Carl Hagman. I, I loved watching him play. I, I I think it was just because of how fast and his hair. The hair uh, helps, yeah. Hair. <laughs> great hair, great. Um, but yeah, he was he was one of my favorite players um, when I first became a fan. So. No, it's great. I, I had I a I had a weebly was... blue shirt I used to wear, and it was uh it was like the helmet, and it just had the blonde hair coming out. Yeah, it looked like hags. That was a great I, shirt. I had a lot of comments for that one. Remember, he got suspended for uh, elbowing Alfredson. That was three a, freaking games. Three whole games. I never got suspended before, and oh my god, that was so ridiculous. Oh, that Ottawa series. Now I'm gonna get angry. Even though they won that one, I like I have the it took that series and then they lose to him five years later. I, like I do not like Ottawa. Just, they just make me angry. Nick, don't worry. Jake will edit this. He's good at this. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll totally. Uh, right now, no, no, I'm gonna leave it all in. Yeah, just leave it all in. Yeah, I'm gonna um, scratch. I'll scratch my balls in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nonetheless, uh, last week we we asked Twitter. And we had a little video along with it, and people seem to really react uh, positively and negatively. We got yeah. responses. We got appropriately, I think, what the kids would say, ratioed, uh, but it was a positive ratio. I don't think I don't think we were getting clowned. People just wanted to chime yeah, yeah. in and, and talk that's about. That's a good uh, kind of ratio. That's a good yeah. kind of ratio. They wanted to talk about uh, the, the worst games they've ever been. So. Let's see. First, I included our, our friend Rangers Nick here. First game in MSG at the time. It sucked because a certain Russian winger scored a hat trick against us. But now I can't help but laugh. So uh, who might that be? Uh, he goes by the name Artemi Panarin. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So when was that? That was around. That was March 20th, 2018. Um, my first game at Madison Square Garden against Columbus. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. He scored that great goal in the third to, to kind of put it away. Yeah. And he had an assist as well. So he had a four-point game against us. And I think it was like 5-3. He's always dominant, as he says. Hey, look. He yeah, was- I, I, dude, I love that so much. I love that it's just like the there's no E at the end. Like, I love the fucking bad grammar. And, like, the Russians are so funny on this team. The Russians are so funny. Oh, yeah, I love them. Great personalities, man. 
They're so great. So Kevin Dunbar, he says game one against the Capitals, 2015 oh. playoffs, right? Rangers tied up with less than five minutes remaining. I forgot about this I, loss. And it, it, I remember it, this one. Right back. And I was like, wow, this is, this is a bad one and a stupid one. And I think I just blocked it out from my memory. I totally Here's forgot about this. Crazy story about this game for me. So this is my junior year of college. I'm, I, I have a paper to hand in for a class. Okay. It's my final exam. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to hand the paper in get in the car 90 minutes in my drive from Syracuse, New York to, to cold snack that I never handed the paper in. I don't, I don't know. I just blanked. So I had to turn around, drive back to school to hand the paper. in so I wouldn't fail the exam, come back. So I listened to the first like half of the game in the radio. I got back for like the third period, saw the Hayes tying goal. Um, and then, uh, and actually, it might have got off fast, actually. Whoever scored the goal. And then, yeah, Joe Ward to score that goal. I, you know, we don't remember it because the one that was a crazy comeback. But, yeah, uh, yeah what a gut punch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, garbage play, too. Just like a garbage kind of throw it in front. And he's just sitting there. Yep. Right there. Really caught so that, that was heartbreaking. That, yeah, one, was. that one hurt. Let's see the next one. All right. So this oh. one was very tough and, and uh, vividly – Vividly remember this one, 2013-14 home opener after that long road trip. Uh, the very beginning of the Elaine Vigneault tenure, we get spanked uh, up and down the, the West Coast. And I, I don't remember if it was up in Canada too, but we had a, we had a bunch of games on the road. Finally come home uh, late October and we don't see a goal. Uh, home opening festivities. I feel like home openers are always a, a setup for failure. I don't, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been to one, but they're, they're pretty... Uh, extraordinary for to, to be there in person for the intros. I always love the intros, but it's usually a five-two loss to Toronto or something. That <laughs> Rangers consistently uh, seem to do. Any memories of this one, guys? Like I remember of the game, I couldn't tell you anything that happened. Um, yeah. I, 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 I went up on a long time ago. So. Yeah, it was. It was. I, the first uh, home opener I was at was actually last year against Winnipeg. So that was kind of fun. That was the first time I ever went to a home opener, despite of all the games I've been to. Yeah, that game. I mean, that road trip was miserable. Um, and, uh, you know, that was, uh, and that road trip ended Marty Bierhan's career, uh, with, with oh my God, yeah. and all that. Yeah. So yeah, it was a mess and thankfully they turned it around, but they got off to a bad start that year. Um, and even into December, they played like close to 700 hockey, like from January 1st on. And obviously they made that run. So yeah. In yeah. December, that team, we were, we were saying, this is just not a playoff team. We, they were, they yeah. did not look good. They were never uh, consistent. And then all of a sudden January on, exactly. They were yeah. uh, incredibly consistent. Uh, let's see next one. So this is an interesting take five, three loss to the Capitals. It's the uh, elimination game with hundreds of games in attendance for me since 1991. This one, uh, plenty of disappointing results. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Just from the excitement, it's his son's first game. So that stinks. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Thanks, Monty Trek at Monty Trek. Boy. I was at that game. So yeah. the range, that was when oh, the Rangers were up 3 1. Yeah, I was, like, I was at, I'm fucking at so many of these terrible games. Um, <laughs> wasting my dad's money and my money. Um, I was at this, that was when the Rangers were up shockingly up 3 1 on. Uh, the Caps, and we went to game three, which they lost terribly. And this was the game that Brashear cheap-shotted uh, Blair Betts, uh, and Blair Betts never played a game for the Rangers again. Talk about underrated Rangers. Uh, and then they would lose game seven a couple nights later. Fedorov scored. And yeah, and was... one of the worst Rangers, too. Donald Brashear, one of the worst Rangers of all time. Uh, that could have been, yeah, Jesus Christ. Maybe the worst. I don't know. Who's worse? I mean, you could say Redden because of the money, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. Most, don't know. Uh, in you know, uh, useless pretty much. Yeah. That's a, probably a better term. 
but actually don't kill me donald brashear it's not that uh it's just uh, your ranger tenor wasn't that great yeah yeah please don't kill me uh how about this answer march 28 2000 detroit destroys the rangers six nothing leafing to the dismissal of Neil Smith and John wow. Butler the following day. Brutal. So I, I love an answer like that. We always talk about the 2000s. Um, we bring back those dark memories. So that's a good one. Let's see. Yeah, there's always something like this. The, there's a recent game where I missed Giannis, uh, the, the 94 team. <laughs> and then the game we got shut out against Carolina. I guess they're always yeah. something uh, of the sorts like that. Actually, in a more depressing manner, that Stephen McDonald game after he died, they – they just didn't play well at all. The garden was done. Uh, it it yeah. was something like I don't know what it was. It was it was one of those like nothing games where the team didn't really show up, and it, it was really disheartening. Um, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's hockey. It's a game of hockey, but I think maybe just that the, the the garden was already sad, so that was kind <laughs> of uh, a tough one. Let's see. Uh, oh, this is a great answer at JP Trek. Uh, mine is probably the Can You Hear Us playoff game <laughs> versus the Caps. Being up three nothing, uh, having a good time with a chance, and then blow the lead, losing in double overtime. Yeah, that's a that's a brutal one. And I remember just, uh, I, I think it went off Gabrick's. Uh, speaking of Gabrick, I think it went off of his stick and in. It was one of those weird, like own goal type things to end this game. Yeah. And, uh, oh my God, this one. Lundqvist and him had a miscommunication. I don't remember if it was like a close, like an I. It was like off like a face off. It was like a dump in, and they didn't, and they just screwed up. And Gabbert basically just gave the puck to Jason Chimera, and he put it in. Like it was just, oh god, yeah, I, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah, and then Peter here says when John Rattel broke yeah. his ankle. John Rattel, not John. Are you, I know. Are you referring to John Rattel? We, we uh, have more than a few typos uh, on these tweets coming. I can't up. talk. I can't write. I can't spell or type, so I can't tell. I, I kind of love it. I kind of love the bad grammar. I When when Sam and Joe screw things up, I, I love Looks it. Great. I laugh every single time because, uh, I like, tonight, I think near the end of the game, there was that sequence where he, they, when Rooney scored, they have uh, no clue score. They have no idea. Howden. Howden. Like I absolutely said, Howden. Howden. La- and how to Okay, guys, my hot take here. I actually hate it. Um, it drives me crazy. This is gonna get me pissed off in Rangerverse. I had this conversation the other day. Uh, Sam Rosen should have been retired six years ago. It actually drives me nuts. I think he's bad now, and I don't even it, it was funny at first, and now it's so bad. It's like John Sterling radio Yankee broadcast bad, and I can't I can't deal with it. I'm, I'm sorry, Sam retire man i'm sorry i love you i mean i love sam but today it, it was pretty bad he had a few like bad ones yeah usually it. i feel like when he's in person it's 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 usually not that bad like when they've been doing it from the studio you can be oh, a little so bad like this, yeah. but uh you know um in person you think you'd, you'd have a little bit of a handle on him maybe it was the, the reverse retro jerseys he just has a hard Could've time seeing him uh, all right, so we believe, we believe Luke oh. chimes in. This is probably the worst game uh, ever. I don't know if there's a worst game in Ranger history. I'm not even going to lie. I had a tweet about this game ready for tomorrow. Oh, really? Right, yeah. Yeah, don't spoil That's, it. Don't spoil, don't spoil it. it. I'm, it yeah, I just, teaser, I'm just teaser. saying I had this game ready. Yeah, uh, this, this is the, probably the worst thing. Especially it was a carbon copy of game five, too. Like, 2 nothing. Yeah, same five. game. It was the same damn game. They both got shot out. They had a great game six, the Brassard yeah. hat trick. It's great so exciting. Game. Yeah. And they come out in this game and just – it was awful. Like, you just knew – you knew they were going to lose. It was so bad. Yeah, it was yeah. It was tough. I, I was – I felt so bad for Hank on that one. That was like – that one to this day, it's like – the the thirteen fourteen, you know, him kind of just sprawled out in the crease. Like that's sad, but getting shut out to nothing, that's just like 
it's it's not even heartbreaking. It's it's just bleak and it's sad. And you just watch it, yeah. watching it happen in front of you, and you're like, wow, this like this might be it. You know, it's, it's like, like emptiness. Like so, yeah. I was there. So dude, I was there for the Henrique game in New Jersey. That was tough. That was really nice. sad. But like, I knew like there's still potentially bigger and better days for the Rangers. That but that sucked. But um, but like yeah, but and, and you know the Kings goal like that was heartbreaking. But if this makes this is this going to be deep? At least you felt something there. This you didn't even feel anything. This like you said, it was emptiness. You were just yeah. like, this is just yeah. like awful, awful, awful. That's a great pick. Oh, if I was, <laughs> I can't imagine the money this probably spent for that game too. Yeah, that's got to be the pick. Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah, you got game, again, no yeah. Fortunato. Uh, game seven again. And, oh yeah, Hun- Henrik Lundqvist last start last year Tyler against the Flyers. Uh, Garden was rocking. Never hear a cheer, cheer quite like that. I remember being myself just so fired up for this game. I was just like, please, please give Hank this victory. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was the team or if it was him. I mean, he was the odd man out at the time. It says, yeah, Tyler says, Rangers will see to come out flatter than a pancake all game. <laughs> He's uh, a funny guy. I, I, Tyler's a funny guy. Yeah, yeah. So so thank you, thank you everybody, for your answers chiming in. We're going to try to keep this in, as interactive as possible. And, uh, Nick, thank you so much for joining us and screwing around with us here on the, the Ranger Goal podcast. Take it easy, guys. I'll see, you, guys. see you soon. Have a good night. Good night.